You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kayama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. This week, as well as the sports results, I'll have a chat with a lady who's the mother of a champion, the daughter of a champion, and a champion herself. And, given it's National Punting Week, the week where everyone has a view on which horse will win a horse race in Melbourne, I'll tell you of an encounter I had with a local horse racing tipster known as the Butcher and share his cryptic thoughts on the race. But first, to the sports results. In what could only be described as difficult sporting weather, sporting activities were either cancelled, postponed or undertaken by the ultra-keen enthusiasts this week. In ladies golf... At Jambrew, the ladies played a single staplefoot on Tuesday. The winners, in A grade, Kelly Greaves, with 37, from Gail Rutledge, 36. In B grade, Joanne Short, 32 points, from Marie Smith, with 30. A single ladies staplefoot was played at Kyoma on Wednesday. In Division 1, Laurie Bell, 36, Kelly Greaves, 35. Division 2, Lynette Lazarusak, 36. On a count back from Petty O'Loughlin and Robin Brown. In Division 3, Natalie Rowe, 33, from Gloria Minlow, 32. 88 starters competed in a two-ball aggregate and single staplefoot in conjunction on Wednesday at Jamboree. The staplefoot was won by Ron Chilby with 44 points, with the runner-up being Lachlan Young with 41. The two-ball aggregate was won by Tim and Lachlan Young with 79 points on a count back from Bernie McGlinchey and Ron Chilby. I spent some time at Jambrew on Thursday and the course looked sensational. I'd highly recommend having a game there as you'll be made feel welcome as I was. On Tuesday, Gerringong conducted a single Stapleford. Gavin Costain was the winner with 40 points from Kevin Patterson and Daniel Costain on 35. The weather conditions for the Thursday Pro Comp at Kiama certainly challenged the players, as is evident by the scores. Only two players bettered their handicap, with Phil Maloney, 37 points, on a count back from William Blomley taking the prizes. In cricket, there were draws aplenty and washouts as the rain, thunder and lightning affected play across the district. All players are hoping for some fine weather next weekend so they can get out and have some valuable time in the middle. KCR, Kiama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. Earlier I told you I would talk to a lady who's the mother of a champion, the daughter of a champion, and a champion herself. Well, today I'm talking to Jodie Harvey, the women's champion at the Kiama Golf Club. So welcome, Jodie, to Kiama Community Radio. Thank you for having me. So this year you won the Kiama Ladies Singles title again for the eighth time against strong competition. How's it feel to be the champion again? Yeah, it was it was a funny year. I got disqualified last year for being late for my tea time. So this year there was a little bit of determination that I wanted to get there and get this one done. So yeah, it was good. So when one looks at the honour board here at the, the club, the family name appears many times in singles, foursomes, mixed foursomes and the Minamara Bowl. Of all those titles, which one do you cherish the most? I think probably my first ever ladies' championship. The funny thing about that one was when I first started playing golf, Helen Jones said to me, 
you're going to win the ladies' championships one day. And when I won that, Helen was so excited. Yeah, so that was nice. So I think the first one. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, you're the daughter of a champion. In fact, I should have said a daughter of champions. Mum has won multiple golf titles here at the Kaima Golf Club. And your dad is Peter Diamond, a legendary rugby league player. From a young age, did you uh, get involved in sport? Yeah, I've played sport all my life. I rode horses in the beginning. And then when we moved here to Minamara, I got involved with touch football and played that at a fairly high level. And then I got into golf. Okay. Well, how did you get into golf? Well, my husband, Richard, played. I hated it to start with, never wanted to play, thought it was stupid. Wouldn't walk around with him when he played, that was even stupider. And then he was finishing up playing rugby league and I thought if I don't learn to play this game, I'm going to be left at home whinging because he was going to play. So I just took it up and I'm just very lucky that I have very good hand-eye coordination. So it came quite easy. So ladies golf has grown in popularity over the years and I've certainly noticed here at Kaima there's been an increase in the number of ladies playing golf at the club. What do you think draws women to such a difficult sport? I think it's the socialising. The women do it really well. We get here on a Wednesday and have a little chat before we tee off. Then we come in and we have lunch. Some of the girls have a drink and that afterwards. But I think it's the, the socialising and it's the getting together and getting out in the fresh air and having a walk. Now, as for being a mother of a champion, your son Ethan has just won his second men's title here at the Comma Club. Ethan also is the junior champion. You must be very proud of him. Yeah, we are. Both my husband and I are exceptionally proud. He works hard. He's dedicated. And, yeah, we are very proud parents. That's fantastic. Now, Ethan seems to work extremely hard at his game. Uh, now, I don't want to put any ideas or put any pressure on anyone, but uh, do you see that as a future profession for Ethan? That's what he wants to do. He wants to be a professional. He's got a cousin, Demetrius Papadatis, and he's a pro. And Ethan would like to see where it could go. So we're giving him every opportunity and see where it goes. Do you think or do you see yourself teaming up with Ethan and getting a mother and son winning the club? Oh, he thinks we fight too much out there. And my husband says that he has a partner which is me, so no, I don't know whether we will team up together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So golf must take up a fair bit of your family time, but must also be rewarding to be able to spend time together doing something you all enjoy. Yeah, we love it. It does take up a lot of our time, but we choose to let it take up our time also, and we are always together in the car driving to Sydney or driving to tournaments walking around with him, caddying for him. So we choose to let it take up a lot of our time and we think it pays off. So what's your next challenge? I don't really take golf that serious. What comes from it does. I just really like watching Ethan and seeing where his career is going to go with it. So I think that's where I'm looking at it next. It's not about me, it's about him. Okay. Well, Jodie, thanks very much for talking to Kaima Community Radio today. I've really enjoyed talking with you, and good luck into the future, and Thank especially you. with Ethan, so good luck. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
Well, it's that time of year again where everyone is a horse racing expert, and so with the Melbourne Cup being run tomorrow, I tracked down the butcher, a local punter of some renown, and asked him for his thoughts on the big race. This was his cryptic reply. Warning, I vow and declare, the chosen one will be a surprise, baby. It's very elegant, and if you back it each way, you could get a twilight payment. As he left me, he said he was off to visit Eater James and Anthony Van Dyke out west, as they were looking to buy a tiger moth to spray his farm, Stratham Albion. Also, being an avid reader, the butcher gave me a heads up on a new book he is reading, called Russian Camelot by Olivia Finch, the story of the King of Leongrants and his son, Prince Aaron, a.k.a. Steel Prince. You can decide what you make of all of that. As for me, I'm really not a punter, and this week I'll be heading up north, and given the Queensland borders are open, I'm a Miami bound, but I'll probably go on a sweep up there, and hopefully I'll draw Ocean X. If you do decide to gamble this week, gamble responsibly. Finally, don't forget to support the Blues on Wednesday night as they take on the Maroons in Adelaide. If ever there was a year where the Blues should win, oh, where have I heard that before? As for the women, you'll have to wait until November 13 when the sides will meet on the Sunshine Coast. Go the Blues! That's all I have time for this week, but if you want your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio.